The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. Good morning, it's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, God, you're up early. It's 6.37 with Tiger Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Uh, I, I'm feeling a little itchy this morning. Uh, you just got back from your vacation. You guys went over to Europe. You went to uh, Paris, and there's a known bed bug infestation in Paris. How do I know, Tiger? you didn't bring back bed bugs? Well, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I'm not well, itching. Well, don't you think you need to be checked out? I'm not itching. Would you like to check me for bed bugs? I don't know. How, where do you, like, how do you determine if somebody has bed bugs? Well, um, remember this happened in the United States, of, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or so. There was like a bed bug thing going on, and they would say you're supposed to put your sheets in a garbage bag and put them in your yard, and the heat, the radiation heat in the bag would kill all of the bed bugs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we went through that here, and then I go over there to the uh, other side of the pond, as they say, and uh, there's a bed bug pandemic going on over there or something. So then I was quite nervous. And I don't know if you're like me. Well, you're probably not because you're not crazy. But once I hear about something, I'm convinced I've got it. And so I'm reading about the bed bug problem. And then I start to itch just because I'm reading about it. And I go, oh, my oh my God, I've got, I've got the bed bugs. But uh, my wife is like some kind of bed bug expert, apparently. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's a big scientist. Every time we walked into a different hotel room, she would go up and she would pull the mattress up and I guess look at the place where they normally congregate in a bed, which is, I guess, in between the mattresses. And she'd pull that up. And I guess you're looking for little black spots. And if you don't see that, you're probably bed bug free. I do the same thing when I go to a hotel. I look at that, the corner uh, sheet to see if there are any bugs at all. Mm Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know if you have them. You could be infesting the whole radio station right now with bed bugs. I could. I mean, I, I just well. don't know because <laughs> the uniform I'm wearing right now, the outfit, mm-hmm. we got home so like I only got home. What? Please don't claim you got home so late you couldn't um, you put couldn't put on clean clothing this morning. No, I did put on clean clothing, but it came out of my suitcase. That okay. So I, like I do like if there are bed bugs in my suitcase, I brought them to work. That's what I'm saying. Well, what I'm telling you is if I come down with bed bugs, you will be sued. <laughs> you can't you can't HIPAA. Oh, I sure can. HIPAA. HIPAA. You'll see. You can't talk about medical conditions. And I think if I have an infestation of bed bugs, that's What time did you get medical. in last night? Uh we got in about one thirty. Uh went to bed about two, so I'm about four and a half hours into this. So if you think the show sucks normally, wait till you hear today's show. It's going to really stink. Oh, you're not 100%? <laughs> no. Oh, it's really going to suffer today, though. <laughs> Look, why do you have to be mean right after Thanksgiving? I mean, we just, we just <laughs> got like, back. Well, you're already coming sleep. after me. <laughs> Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. But, uh, Daniel, according to my sources, the same great deal still exists at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Oh, man. Uh, it's getting uh, toward the end of the year, Christmas time and all that. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to get somebody a new Nissan for Christmas? Well, look, I think that uh, I love my Nissan. In fact, this morning we were just talking about how it's one of those mornings if you're not rich and have a garage you can park in. My my car lives outside. Poor girl. I have to, like, heat it up before I come to work or else mm-hmm. it's going to be frost all over the window this morning. And what's cool about Nissan, they even got that remote start. So before I got in the shower, I turned the car on, got out there. It's pretty much defrosted. So it takes the place of your kid having to go out there and start the car for you. That's way better. I just had to sit out there and take it for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Because Daniel doesn't have that remote start. But mm-hmm. Nissan, man, they got it going on. They got those blind spot detectors. They tell you if somebody's next to you in traffic. And if you know this Tulsa, uh, the highways here, you get about one second to make a decision to get on the highway or or run into the grass. I don't know what you're 
your choices are. But my car will tell me if somebody's next to me. I love my Nissan. And right now, 0% interest on select models all over the lot. And also, Daniel, still up to $1,500 more than your car is even worth when you trade it in or sell it at JackieCooperNissan.com. It's not the Bull with Ty again. Good morning to you, Daniel. So is uh, Cyber Monday still a thing? Is it? I, I saw all sorts of ads that uh, that uh, every day is pretty much Black Friday now with the Internet, you know? It's like, you know, we used to have to wait for Black Friday, which your sister always does this Black Friday thing. Does she still do that? She still does it. She did it uh, on Friday. And not only that, Ty, she told me Black Friday is my favorite day of the whole year. And she's dead serious. Even she over Easter it. and Christmas? Yeah, man. Even over wow. her children's birthday, she said, Black Friday is my favorite day of the year. I think it's a tradition with some people. Some families uh, get together and do that. Maybe it, maybe ladies do that. So maybe it's more uh, the nostalgia factor than it is because you can still get a good deal online. I mean, to me, the Internet has kind of watered down the importance of Black Friday in a way because used to, like, that was just – the only time you could get those kind of deals, and so you had to wake up early, and people would stampede and knock down doors and all that. But with the internet, it seems like you can just get those deals. But you also said that your sister, uh, she's a, a a bit younger than you, that she would call you at oh, three in the morning. She called and me you one say, year, yeah. and like if you get a call at three in the morning, it's never like, "Hey, I made cookies." It's always bad news. If you get a 3 a.m. call, so it would scare you to death when you look down and see your sister on the caller ID. I think she called me one morning at 4 a.m. on a Black Friday, and I answered the phone with, who, who's died? Who's dead? That's exactly what I said, because it scared me uh, uh, to death. But she goes out there, and, and she does it until, like, 5 till 4 in the afternoon. Oh, my like God. Like a full day, like 12 hours of Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Did she get any good deals this year? Do you think I want to hear about that? <laughs> you know, she tries to tell me. She's like, well, I got this, and then I don't care. It's like, no, 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 no. It's crazy that no, you do that. No. I've got think. a life to live. I don't want to hear what you bought. How much everybody. would you have to save in order to get up and do a full 12 hours of Black Friday shopping? How much would I have to save? Yeah. That sounds like about a five or $600 day easy, right? I mean, it would, it would only be worth it to me if you saved 500 or more. Oh, I see. But you can still kind of do that online, so I don't know, man. But I do. What I do on Black Friday is I still wake up at 4. I just log on to the Internet. You just wake up and It worry. does no good, but I just, <laughs> in the tradition and spirit of Black Friday, it's 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. It's a cold morning. Uh, we're in the 20s, at least downtown. 29 on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. It's Chase Beckham. 29 degrees, Chase Beckham on 98.5 The Bull with Tyg. And hey, good morning, Daniel. Man, you were out of the country for this. Did you not? Uh, you've got to go Google this. Uh, Dolly Parton came out in the uh, Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys halftime show, wearing uh, like a, almost a cheerleader uniform. How old is she, 77? Did she walk out there with one of the Mannings? Did, is that what this is? No, 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 no. Okay, no. You, totally different. You missed the whole thing. Here's okay. a quick uh, clip here. that crowd go wild you've got to look uh look up this performance 77 and she looks amazing and she's dressed how almost like in a dallas cowboy cheerleader outfit uh -huh. it's gonna make you sick yeah it's like uh, i saw a picture of myself i'm uh 
30, 40 years her junior. Mm-hmm. I was disgusted by myself. <laughs> And she's she like still rocking it. So good, and she's almost uh, 80. Oh, she looks way better than us. By the way, I also saw, and I didn't get to see it, but the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, I heard Cher was in that. And she came out there like nude almost. I didn't see that part. Now, now come on, man. Like, I get it. Like, she's always been kind of that, you know, cutting edge, I don't know, kind of dangerous or whatever. But this is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. They have balloons of Snoopy in this thing. Okay, well, you've officially gotten old on me now. You're upset about Cher's outfit at no, the I'm not Macy's upset. Thanksgiving I'm just Day like, Parade. Hey, man, she could. She's a wildly talented person. However, you know that's a children's parade. Buddy, if I looked good in any sort of way, I would <laughs> flaunt it myself. Yeah. The only reason I wear all this is because look at me. It's yeah. awful. It's Hannah's no got good. four layers on. Yeah, I dress now like like I'm. It's winter. Um, Google this. If you want to feel terrible about yourself, look at how Dolly looks. Yeah, do it right now. I want to get your reaction. Right, Dolly Parton. She I got looks that. amazing. And then what? Halftime show? Yeah, Dallas halftime show. I'm surprised they didn't make headlines over there. That's how good she looks. Okay. In fact, when we do, we sometimes we will call yeah, over I'm, to you. I'm going to leave now. Do you see her? Yeah. That's, Isn't that ridiculous? That's crazy. 77? Oh, my God. She looks way younger than us. What in the world? Oh wow, you do have to go see that picture. When you uh, when you're in Europe, you know we we call sometimes over to uh, Europe, and it turns out Kenny Rogers. Everybody mentions when you mention country music, and uh, overwhelmingly they say Dolly Parton Dolly or Kenny Rogers. Big uh, international superstar. So good for her, man. I mean, I wouldn't do that now. Def- I don't even know if I'd have ever done what she just did. And she's 77. Good for her. Goodness gracious! It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig. And Daniel, they can do that at uh, one of the high school halftime shows. Daniel, you go out there and do this. If I looked that good, I would. Daniel, uh, something happened to me on an airplane this weekend, and I, I want you to tell me. Actually, this happened a few hours ago. What, what If I was wrong to be angry, if I was okay to be angry, what you would have done? Because I, I often turn to you because you're better in social situations than I am. If there's a social situation to screw up, I will screw it up. So you're on an airplane. Uh, you lost your temper? Um, inside I did. Oh, yes, okay. on the inside I what did. What happened then? Um, so um, yesterday we have a nine-hour flight. This is one flight that's going to last nine hours. That's like an entire day at work, except you're sitting on an airplane. So I'm not exactly looking forward to this. I'm kind of like, this is going to be uncomfortable. And, um, you know, I ain't exactly Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. So we're sitting in the regular seats, you know. You get in these planes, by the way, now, and they have beds in the front of them. Have you seen this yet? I've not been on a plane with a bed, no. Okay, so I guess these planes they have to travel a long distance they're bigger and so there's people they're like laying down when you get on the plane and then you pass all they're all rich people and then you got to go to your regular seat and back there you're you're man it is tight it is tight and for nine hours that's a tough one and so my whole plan daniel is that i know i have to come up here to work uh today and i want to be well rested so my whole plan is to sleep most of this nine hours away that's the plan. That's my number one goal. Get on this plane, fall asleep. So we get up to altitude. They turn off that little button or whatever, and I lean my seat back. And I can't sleep standing, sitting straight up. I don't know if you can. Like a ventriloquist doll. I, I can't do it. So I have to have a little bit of decline in the back. And, um, and I start to fall asleep. I'm just like on the cusp. You know that weird place when you fall asleep where you're like halfway there, halfway not? Like your body will jolt a little bit? Yeah, a little bit, bit of that yeah, going okay. on. And then I hear, I feel a tap on my shoulder. And I go, well, why is my son, he knows I'm trying to sleep. Oh, wait, it's the lady behind me touching my shoulder. 
trying to get my attention. And uh, by the way, I'd heard these ladies before. I knew they were going to be trouble, these ladies that were behind me. They were like first-class passengers, but they had to sit near us. Mm -hmm. They felt like they were entitled or something. I could tell they were like, the snacks aren't that good. And then they wanted a different snack. And they were giving their flight attendants a hard time and on and on. So the lady uh, taps me on the shoulder. It's like, could you give me some room and put your seat back up? You're kidding me. That's what she said. She woke me up from my almost sleep and said could you give me some room and put your seat up? And so uh, initially I was irritated, but I said, all right, man, the poor old lady, whatever, I'll, I'll pull my seat up. But now I know that my chances of going to sleep have greatly diminished because now I'm, I'm sitting straight up. I started to fall asleep again. A lady now touches my left arm, some other different person, and her buddy's sitting across the aisle from her, and she's like, sir, would you mind putting your seat up? My friend has no room. And I said, I, I put the seat up as far as it'll go. I guess these ladies, they just first-class people, and they can't believe what us regular folk have to go through. And I'm like, this, this is as far as the seat goes up. Buddy. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Listen, that's a cuss out. You think I should have? Probably, yeah. So these are like an old lady. Okay. But they were entitled. They weren't cool like sweet old ladies that wants to know about your grant. They were complaining about the food and everything. The seat reclines one inch. Let's be reasonable here. The and, only and the people, only comfort you have is that one inch, and they try to take it away from you. Yes, they did. That's a cuss out. That is, and it gets worse. Uh-uh. It couldn't get it worse. It gets worse. It couldn't. Because in my head, I'm like, I was kind of frustrated, but I said, well, maybe she needs to look at her laptop, or maybe she's doing something important back there on that little tray. Uh, also, now that I've gone forward, the guy in front of me, he has his seat at me, so I'm really running out of room because the mm. guy in front of me is leaning back, but I'm not leaning back, so I'm closer to him. So it's just not going well for me at this point. And then the other lady's touching me and saying, she goes, could you be, what did she say? Could you do her the courtesy and pull that seat up? And I said, I've already pulled it up as far as it will go. Well, Evelyn, he says he's pulled it up as far as it'll go, like this whole thing. And um, then I'm kind of just like now frustrated because I almost got to sleep a second time. But now we've been on the in the air for like an hour, and I say I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And by the way, the real reason I was going to the bathroom, I wanted to see what the heck Evelyn was doing back there that was so important that I couldn't put my seat back. Is what? she like eating? Is she, uh, you know, I don't know what she's doing back there. So I get up and I go to the bathroom and I purposely pass her seat, heading back to the bathroom. I look back, she's got that TV tray down, and she's holding the purse. That like you could put a chihuahua in or something. It's not a dog purse, but like a tiny purse, and she's just got that on the TV tray. And it gets worse. I look at Evelyn's seat. She has leaned back. No. Yes. She she That's thought a I, cuss out. she thought I was being discourteous. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's got her seat leaned back. That's a Thanksgiving cuss and, out. Uh, and uh, a guy behind her. You know, ain't that crazy? And so you just took it. I had to. I mean, I couldn't cuss out old Evelyn. Oh, you can though, but or man. at least like in your heart. You know, you don't have to say it out loud. Oh, I was furious. Well, I was why did, furious. I can't believe you. Uh, what was I supposed to say? Are you in, tell me what to say to a lady who's you know older and you're trying to respect them and all that. No thanks. <laughs> like well, they're no like, thanks. could you lit your seat up? Because it, it's one inch. Number one, it's and the really other thing, doesn't make that much difference. Ma- to make it clear, it doesn't affect your leg room. Th- Absolutely this, this not. This decline only affects your headspace, and unless you're doing sit-ups, it should not bother you. If if the seat wasn't meant to recline, they wouldn't put it on there, I right? I agree. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm still fuming about that, and that wasn't that long ago. That was, what, 12 hours ago? I can't believe you uh, accepted that. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And my son was there. I had to set an example and all that. And that what was the, what was the example that you set?
to now be walked over <laughs> by Evelyn. Yeah, to be a pushover. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel's like a real purist when it comes to the blue whale in Catoosa, man. He's all worried about because, uh, you know, like uh, one of the boards they approved, like to change the park a little bit, not change the whale at all. Good morning. It's 98.5. But to add like walking trails around it, maybe a waterfall, some uh, places you can rent to stay out there, just make it uh, even better. They're not going to touch the whale. Daniel thinks they're going to address the whale and drag or something. I'm worried they're going to try to give the whale a makeover, and no, I don't want that. They're not, but uh, I do have, since you're so concerned about that, I think I have bad news for you this morning. Oh, no. Did you see what they've done with the blue whale? I, I for one, think it's pretty cool. What do they do now? So they put, like, reins on it. Reins? Like, uh, you know, that you would pull it on a reindeer or whatever. Oh. And behind it now, Santa Claus and his sleigh. So it looks like the blue whale is pulling Santa Claus in the sleigh. Is that too much? I'll accept that. My big worry is they're going to give the whale a big makeover and it's going to have a cell phone in its fin and (laughs) filler and all that. I don't want any of that. Big lips and stuff. I want it to look like an old tourist attraction. I think it's going to. Like I said, they're just going to add trails and stuff like that. Now, this might upset you, Daniel. They did uh, put a Santa hat on the whale. Can deal with that. Just don't paint it. Just leave it alone. Let it rest. Well, they have to paint it from no. time to time to do maintenance. If you had a house that's been out there for a decade in the water, you'd probably paint it. I don't think you're listening. If you do too much to the blue well, you're going to ruin it. Don't do anything. Don't paint it. Don't give it lips. Don't do anything weird to it. Just let it rest. Daniel's an odd guy. Like he, the things he should get bent out of shape about, like maybe. You know, his stock market, you know, and his retirement not doing great or whatever. He doesn't worry about that. He's worried about the whale. He's a man of the people, though, I guess. Well, the reason the whale is popular, because it's like a 70s, like, I think it's called kitschy tourist attraction. Yeah. So I think you're safe, Daniel. They're not going to mess with that whale. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Daniel's still uh, worried about the blue whale in Contusa. I'm very concerned. Um, You know, I told you they tied a Santa Claus sleigh to it now, so you go out there and it looks like the whale's one of the reindeer. I think it looks pretty cool. You're okay with that, but you're just concerned that uh, with modern-day cosmetics that they might change the whale to to catch up with the times or something? I'm worried that they're, they're going to make it where it's not a uh, almost like 70s roadside attraction. I see. Or, or 50s that, That's or part whatever. of the allure to it. You to can, me, it's it is. a throwback in time to go out there, right? Right. Uh, hey, good morning. It's Ty Godino. What's up? Who's this? Hi, guys. I just love you all. I just wanted to let you know that. And I have some old, old information about the blue whale. But Dana wants to know it, I'm sure. Not very many people know. Okay. <laughs> well, when I was probably 15 years old, my mom and dad knew Hugh and Zelda Davis, who used to own the blue whale and the jewelry store across the street from them. And Hugh, bought, Hugh built that whale for his wife, Zelda, for her birthday one year. So that whale is like 60-some-odd years old. Mm-hmm. And um, I met him when I was fit, like 15 years old. I might have been younger than that. I'm not sure. But they were really, really sweet people. And I don't think that his son is going to let anything crazy happen to it. Because I've met him out there, too. And they're really a, a bunch of wonderful people. And I don't think they're going to let them do anything stupid to the whale because... I mean, it is a landmark. It's been out there for decades and decades. 
Aren't you worried they're going to give it a makeover and put like a cell phone in its fin and give it like lips and all that kind of stuff? Botox. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Try to modern it up a little bit. <laughs> But how about you that know, guy building that whale for his wife, by yeah. the way? Like, Ty, he's making me look real bad right. for, like, I'm not that good on birthdays. Ty, one year for Christmas, got his wife, like, gas station sunglasses. I can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> what a romantic gesture. Yeah. I had no idea what it was a gift to his wife. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. In the cab of my truck. Daniel, I didn't get in until, like, 2 a.m. last night from the airport coming in from vacation. But as I was flying into Tulsa... As I looked down, it was very beautiful to see Tulsa and the surrounding communities as we approach Tulsa. Everybody uh, in Tulsa has Christmas lights up in their yard, except for you and me so far. I noticed that myself when I drove in. It's like the whole city is just beautiful. It is gorgeous. I live right off Cherry Street, and uh, Roosevelt's has all those decorations inside. And then smoke on the outside on Cherry Street. They have about a billion lights. Yeah. It was so uh, nice that Carrie Underwood came last year to see Roosevelt's because mm-hmm. it's such a great, great Christmas place. Are you going to put up Christmas lights? I mean, you're like a single guy with no kids. Will you put up lights or? No. So you're like the guy you literally are, if you've ever seen Home Alone, uh, Kevin, the little kid that's left Home Alone, he's scared of his neighbor, the old guy that goes out there with a shovel. That That's kind of you that's and me. your neighbor. I'm, I'm the guy that, the, the snow shovel killer or whatever in Home Alone. <laughs> but if we just got to know you, we find out you're really sweet. But right now, uh, the kids, you don't Are put you, up Christmas lights. Well, would you if it was just you and a dog? And, you know, my dog doesn't have a clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I would. I would participate in the, the season. Also, uh, Daniel, at Halloween, he sees some trick-or-treaters coming towards his house, goes out with his pail of candy. They don't come to. They they don't bother to go to your house. You're that old man. You're, they're scared of you. They went to the uh, next-door neighbor's house. I walked out there with my little bowl of candy. <laughs> And they just walk right on by. <laughs> it was because well, you're not putting up lights and things. Well, like uh, coming up, we got John Party, don't we, Daniel? Oh yeah, what is it? Like three minutes away. Yeah, three minutes our, away. Our bullfight here on 985 the Bull with Tig and that old guy from Home Alone. <laughs> Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. John Party tickets are free right now. And who do we got, Daniel? Uh, we've got Will on line one. We've got Danielle on line two. Will, you say you're a mechanical engineer. What does that mean exactly? I just uh, work on uh, work on heat exchangers. Uh, what does the WD and WD40 stand for? What was that again? Uh, when <laughs> WD40, you know that uh, spray lubricant. What does the WD stand for? Water displacement. Oh wow! Oh, he knew it. I Look thought for sure he's stunned on Will. Uh, taking on Will today is Danielle. Uh, Danielle, you work in accounts receivable at a construction site. That is correct. Uh, do you ever want me and Ty to come over there and do some construction? Yeah, come on. We are always hiring. You know what we should do with uh, Will here? We should come out with WD-41. Oh. Now you're what thinking. What is WD-40 going to do about that? Yeah. Nothing. All right, guys. Enough tomfoolery. Let's get oh. down to business. All the answers to these questions begin with the letter J. Okay. All right. Up first, Will... This is Louis Armstrong's musical genre. Jazz. Jazz is correct. Ding. Where's the bell? I don't know. I think I think we have a Thanksgiving bell stealer. I see what happened. Hold on. Oh, you know what? Alan, Alan Crone filled in for ago. you on Friday, and he had the bell on your side of the studio. That dirty rascal. 
All right, let me give him a proper. Here it is. I was going to be so upset if we'd lost the bell. Danielle. Yep. This is the capital of Israel. Um. Jerusalem? Jerusalem is correct. Mm. Kidding. Sorry, I, I'm so out of sorts. What's happening, buddy? <laughs> I got off a plane like four hours ago, man. <laughs> What's going on? That is correct. Uh, ignore the buzzer. You were correct. The bell is correct. Uh, Will, this is the person who entertains the king. Um. And it begins with J. Yeah, the, uh... Help him yeah. out. This is kind of like what <laughs> you are for me, the jester. Yeah, right. It was the jester, Will. Perform for me, Daniel. Make me okay. laugh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Danielle, another Bible question. This is the apostle who betrayed Jesus. Um... This is also you to me, Daniel. That would be Judas. Darn it. <laughs> so we're tied at one, right? We are tied up uh, one to one. Again, all the uh, all the questions begin with the letter J. Will, this is a young kangaroo. A jack. A what? <laughs> jack. A jack. He it, said jet. It is a name, though. Uh, it's Joey. No. <laughs> no. Right. How does he know what uh, the WD and WD40 stands for, but not a young kangaroo? Uh, we will now move on. I just don't use a lot of W. Go ahead. Don't use a lot of don't use a lot of kangaroos in my job. Yeah, I hear you. Danielle, this is Michael Jackson's youngest sister. Janet or Danny? Janet is correct. With that, Danielle has taken the lead. Will, uh, this is the first name of singer Joplin. Janice. Janice is correct. Danielle. Oh. This is a slug-like Star Wars gangster. Has a similar body to Tig. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Jabba? Jabba? Jabba the Hutt is correct. Have you ever seen Jabba the Hutt, Tug? He looks way better than me. <laughs> he, really, he really does. Good looking guy. Um, up next, Will, final question for you. This is what sleigh bells do. Jingle. Jingle is correct. All right. Will and Danielle right now are tied up. Danielle, uh, if you get this one right, you will uh, have defeated Will. The 985 The Bull Fight. This is a popular Mexican pepper. The jalapeno? The jalapeno is correct. And with that, Danielle has defeated Will in the 985 The Bull Fight. Four, two, three. Uh, Danielle, you got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Will, the mechanical engineer? Will, why should Danielle give you these tickets to see John Party? 
she probably shouldn't. All right. Danielle, you've heard the rousing speech from Will. He says you probably shouldn't give him the tickets. Will you, though, give him the tickets, or uh, are you going to keep them for yourself? I'm going to be spending and keep them for myself. Oh, my. Well... Will, uh, bad news for you this morning, but a silver lining. You're still qualified. You could you could get back in tomorrow and win. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Will. And now I know what WD and 40 water, water displacement. displacement. Yeah. I learned something new today, so we're all a little smarter. As we continue, let's, uh, let's listen to go. some John Party. How about that? You can win tickets to see him again tomorrow at 740. The Bullfight on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. It's cold, about 30 in downtown Tulsa right now. you got Ty and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Just spent a week down in Alabama. I stayed at my sister's house. She has a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And I don't know how you uh, parents with children are able to watch all this children's television and not become crazy. Oh, you do. What is this, Cocomelon? I mean, here's a, here's a clip. Yes, yes, yes. Imagine with me. How do you guys watch that a million times and not lose your minds? See, I'm not familiar with that, but I, I know every parent out there, they remember that show that was hot when their kid was like two. And uh, there was this god-awful show when my kid was coming out called Caillou. Mm -hmm. This kid, uh, he's terrible. And he would just whine and whine and whine. And his dad would eventually, like Caillou would say, Dad, let's. I want an ice cream. Caillou, we've just had an ice cream. I want then the dad would relent, so I thought I was teaching my son bad habits. Like if I just whine enough, they'll do what I want. I think, and then and then the the theme songs and Baby Shark had just come out when my son was coming up, and oh my god! Well, these kids down there, they'd be going crazy. My nephews go absolutely crazy. You put that cocomelon on, whatever it's called, cocomelon on, and they they are totally enthralled. And so I get why like parents would do it. It's a little bit of a. Uh, I guess, an escape for the parents. Yes. When, um, when we were kids, it doesn't seem like that uh, our parents put things on television that we'd like to watch. No, I, we were just talking about that last week about how I had to kind of confront myself over some things in my parenting life because I, I'm learning as I go. But, you know, like one thing is television is one thing and dinner is the other. You know, because we'll be deciding what we want to have for dinner. My son goes, no, I don't want that. When, when I was a kid, you didn't get a vote. It was like, tonight is pork chops, and, you know, <laughs> right. that's it. That's all there is to it. Now it's like, well, would you get a Subway? Oh, well, if you don't want a Subway, maybe we'll do some pasta. Like, there was no, it was not a democracy. It was an autocratic di dictatorship. The parents just said, here's your dinner, and that's all you got. There was no Coca Melon. You know what uh, song that we, uh, we had to listen to all the time when our heads, this, the uh, theme to Hill Street Blues. That's right. Because back then, the parents just chose what was on television. There was one television in the we house. We didn't get to let the kids choose. And if Dad was in his uh, recliner, and this came on. You just knew you were in for an hour of boredom. And do you think <laughs> that they, they put it on something different because the kids were in the living room? No, no, no. no, 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 no. They, it's not a, again, it's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. They decide, and I don't know what happened. This gives me the jitters even hearing this theme song because I just <laughs> knew. Here's an hour. I don't even know what the hell that show is even about. What is it about? Well, Blues is cops, so, and I guess there was what cops is on What Hill is Hill Street? Street? A street called Hill, I guess. 
I don't know. You didn't get into it, though, when you were eight. The only thing worse than this, and I, you know exactly what I'm talking about, which is the show you love now. Uh, if it wasn't this, the worst, the second worst show you could hear back in the 80s was... This is 60 Minutes. I swore I would never watch that show because, you know, my parents would watch this show. I thought it was boring. Now, every Sunday... I've DVR'd that show now. And they let you know. You're about to be bored for 60 minutes. And they're like, I'm Leslie Stahl. <laughs> what? Here <laughs> goes. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Is time running out for you to get these great deals at Jackie Cooper Nissan? No. I would hurry up. I'd hurry up, man, because uh, here we are at the end of the month. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You always hear that thing, like, they're trying to make that goal, you know? So they're wheeling, dealing Jackie Cooper Nissan right now. Still got that $1,500 Kelly Blue Book thing where they're going to pay you more than Kelly Blue Book says up to $1,500. Whether you just sell them your car. We were just talking to a guy, by the way, who put something on Marketplace, Facebook Marketplace. And he said, you put something like a ladder on Facebook Marketplace, and then the scammers start hitting you. Yeah. You don't want to go through all that. Jackie Cooper Nissan will just buy your car and give you up to $1,500 more for it. Give you more than it's worth. And uh, listen, I don't even know if it's true or not, but I feel like toward the end of the month, you get better deals on cars. Now, when you, when you think about this time of year, it's toward the end of the month and it's toward the end of the year. Jackie Cooper Nissan, man. Now's the time. They're rolling right now. And 0% interest. I drive a Nissan. I've been driving this thing for five years. Tons of reasons I love it. They're easier to fix. Um, they've gotten so smart in the last few years. They help me not merge into cars. It'll let me know if somebody stopped in front of me if I'm not paying attention. Lots of safety features. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. You know that uh, Dave Ramsey who gives, like, financial advice, Daniel? Yeah. Uh, he would uh, issue my death certificate if he could right now, I'm sure. It's 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> I'm going to be paying for something for some time, but I'm glad we did it. Um, I took a trip to Europe over the Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, one place I'd never been in my life was France. And so me and the family, we went to France. And going to France, Daniel, remember, it reminds me of America in the 90s, in a sense, because I wouldn't say everybody smokes. But most people smoke. Really? It seemed like, I yes. didn't know that. Could Cigarette, you smoke inside? Uh, no, that was one thing. You know, I don't know exactly. What I do know is that when I went out, you know, if you're a non-smoker and you get home and you don't realize that you smell like smoke and you know that, that mm -hmm. even the next day you're like, that smell. And so like everybody in France, not everybody, but a lot of people in France smoke. Still, like cigarettes, and they're all over the ground, the butts and all that stuff. And we're in Paris, and um, and we decide, hey, we'd like to see a little bit of Paris, but we're on a tight schedule. And for 20 bucks, we could get on this riverboat cruise, and it's called a hop-on, hop-off tour. And they do that with buses. And if you're not familiar, basically, if it were in Tulsa, they'll go to the Golden Driller, and you can get off there or you could not. But if you do get off there, you look around for about 15 minutes, then another bus comes along, and you jump on that, right? So they have that version in France. And so you can go see the Eiffel Tower. You can get off and go see it and get back on the boat. And then you go to Napoleon's tomb or whatever, get off and go see that, get on the boat. Or you don't have to get off the boat at all. You can just go in a big circle. But there, there so many people smoke over there that the guy who's driving the boat, this is a pretty big boat. I'd say it holds two to 300 people. Uh, the guy who, who's driving the boat, um, I guess he's a smoker. He likes a cigarette every now and then. And there was a lady on the boat that also seemed to be in a huge rush to get to some stop. And she's French. And I don't know if you know this in France, there's tons of French people. 
and they all speak French, and I have no idea what's going on. It's like being three years old because I couldn't read the signs. I couldn't understand what people were telling me. And so I was like an infant just wandering around trying to figure out what to do. And this lady seems to be in a big hurry, and I can tell she's barking at her husband about how the cruise is taking too long or something. That's what I got out of that conversation. Well, we get to one of the, the stops, Daniel, there in France, and the, the captain, who has a nicotine addiction, he decides, guess what? I'm going to get off the boat, and I'm going to smoke. Now, these stops last typically like a minute or two, just enough for people to get on and off. This guy, <laughs> this guy gets off the boat, the captain, and this lady is in a huge hurry, and it's not a good idea to get on a hop-on, hop-off tour if you're in a hurry. The guy gets off the boat. He lights up a cigarette, and I could tell this lady is fuming in French. She's like, croissant and baguette or whatever they say. This guy smokes this cigarette, and he doesn't – there's no, like, quick way he's smoking this. He is taking his time. The moon was out. He's looking at the moon. Some of his other captain buddies comes up. He's talking to them, and this lady is losing her mind in French on this boat. Silently, I can tell she's furious. He gets that cigarette down to like his fingernail, where I'm like, he's burning his fingernail. I mean, he is the whole thing. And I'm like, well, good. Now the lady's going to calm down. The captain's going to get back on. I kid you not, this dude gets his lighter back out and lights the nub no, of that thing. He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I know what's happening. He doesn't like her attitude, and he's going to teach her a little lesson. That was a. a that's what he did. That's a spite smoke. Yeah. Even there in France, man. Were they not uh, all vaping over there? I didn't see any vaping whatsoever. Really? What I saw is the culture in France, the drinking culture in France, is so much different than it is here. Here it's like late night and all that. Well, they have that in France too, but they also start about 3 p.m. it seems like. I was walking down the street, and by the way, in Paris, there's nothing except cafes and bars, cafes and bars, on and on and on. And people go out to these things, and they're spilling out the doors at 4 p.m. And all the smokers are outside, and they're all drinking wine and stuff, and they're all smoking. It reminded me of, like, I just haven't seen that a long time in America. You see a dude smoke sometimes, mm -hmm. but, but it's, like, random, you know what I'm saying? But over there, man... Everybody's doing it. <laughs> yeah. The tobacco industry is on fire over there right now. So it was uh, definitely an interesting experience. And um, just if you if you get frustrated on the hop-on, hop-off bus, your your well, captain's going to teach you a lesson. Well, so you say they start having dinner and wine at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Uh, I saw them drink wine and stuff. They were, they were spilling out of bars, man. Young, professional-looking people. What about people our age? What were they doing over there? Uh, same thing, man. I, I saw it all. Like every, even old dudes with gray hair. Like it's a totally different thing. I mean, are they there. getting crazy, like singing songs? Or are they yes, somewhat yes. composed? Actually, when I was over there, I saw a fight break out in a bar, but it's totally different than it is here. Here, you start cussing at a guy. This was in England when we were in England for a night. You start cussing at a guy, you're dropping the worst cuss words in the world, right? Over there, they're like, you scallywag. Well, whoa. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I hope I didn't say anything bad. But they, they fought over that? But then they calmed down, and everything was fine after that. So it was a totally different culture. But it was a fun trip, um, and I almost took up smoking because everybody was smoking. I felt like an outsider, so I could have gotten addicted. I've been to uh, – have you ever been to Canada? Uh, only momentarily. That's a totally different bar scene as well up there. They're all just like – they're not trying to like – hook up with each other or act crazy. They're just all like just thinking fight just, songs. Just, just enjoying each other's company. <laughs> They're like holding hands and... <laughs>
It's, it's so strange. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Welcome into Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, uh, Daniel's all worried about the blue whale. He uh, he got concerned when he found out, like, one of the boards there approved this idea that they would put walking trails and stuff like that. But Daniel's concerned about the whale. He thinks they're going to, like, modernize the whale and give it Botox like everybody does and big lips and all that kind of stuff. But they're not going to touch the whale. They're just going to add to things in the periphery. Well, you you act like Tig that they run this stuff by you before they do it. You don't know. They might do they might do something crazy. I can read English, and that's what the news reports say. Hey, right. check this out. Uh, Chin Dome from News on Six. Sixty Six is looking festive in Katusa, where the city just turned on Christmas lights on at the Blue Whale. The famous landmark brings in visitors from all over, and crews spent the last week decorating it for the tonight's lights on event. Lots of people showed up, including Lakey Cherokee Post 1800 of the American Legion, who brought their hot dog cart to the event for the first time. We've been selling hot dogs for years. The hot dog cart actually paid for our building that we're in now. There were also good, they were, they were other good causes there to support as well. Santa Mrs. Claus helped collect donations for the Dotson family. So are you upset they put a hot dog cart out there? I mean, is that taken away from the essence? No, I'm cool with that. Just don't renovate the well. They're not. They're going to add to it to make it a better experience. I even saw they're putting uh, where you can rent places and stay out there at the big whale and all that stuff. Also, Daniel, congrats are in order. Uh, what a uh, college football weekend it was. OSU makes it to the Big 12 championship against Texas. OSU number two seed, Texas number one seed. And what a game that was for OSU to get into the championship. That's uh, 11 this weekend, 11 a.m., you were uh, out of town for this time. Did you see Dolly Parton uh, on that Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys halftime show? She looked amazing. And uh, I guess she's really pushing this rock album she's got. Olympics going to be held at this this time? Uh, Paris. Uh, they say that this song will dominate the Olympics. They're going to use that a lot for the uh, United States. Dolly Parton's cover of uh, We Are the Champions. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Dude, I don't get why everybody goes, oh man, I wish she wouldn't have done all this rock stuff. She lives in Tennessee. What, what country is Tennessee in? Uh, that's the United States of America. Oh, that's right. So she can do whatever she wants. She's 77. I feel like if I live to 77, all I'll do is look at wind chimes. And she's out there getting it done, so God bless her. Whatever she wants to do. what you're referring to is I said the other day, I love Dolly, but I just I don't know that I'm going to be able to rock out to that album. Uh, she sounds pretty good to me. So you're telling me you're going to fire that thing up on a Saturday night when you're out in the backyard cracking beers open and you can listen to the Dolly Rock album? Yeah, I could. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I don't believe you're going to do that for a second. Okay. Don't pander. Just All be right. honest. No, no. All right. Come on over. We'll do a New Year's Eve party, and we'll have the Dolly Parton rock album. You will be doing that alone. Wow. Uh, did you see this? That uh, uh, family's furious in Houston, Texas, furious 
They're accusing a catering company of not having their Thanksgiving meals that were paid for in advance already on Thanksgiving Day. Here are some of the customers that were left without a Thanksgiving meal. We had each other, but we had no fried turkey. At the last minute, we had to scramble. And we were supposed to get two turkeys, a ham, four sides, and two pies. And when we showed up, he said we could have one of the turkeys, nothing else, and the turkey wasn't cooked. All we want to know is where's the money. I'll eat this grass before I order from that house catering. I'm sorry. What the heck? That's why I always pay with a credit card versus a debit card. That's a good point. Um, if you pay with a straight-up credit card like Visa will, in fact, they say it in the commercials, uh, they'll help you if there's a fraudulent charge. Yeah, credit card's different. They look the same and everything, but the transaction's totally different. That's a loan when you use a credit card. You can call your credit card company and say, dude, I did not authorize that loan or I didn't get the services I was deserved. Um, debit card's different. Like, that, it's a lot more complicated. So that's why I use a credit card and try to pay it off every month versus using my debit card for stuff like that. Uh, by the way, when I was home uh, for Thanksgiving, somebody brought a uh, honey-baked ham and a turkey from Honey Baked Ham. Yeah. Ham delicious. What it is, is so good. What is that that makes it so delicious? But that's like their Super Bowl. Honey baked hams, right? Well, I mean, I guess you go there all times of the year and get sandwiches and things like that. But what is it about that honey baked ham that's so delicious? I don't get it. It's the honey, I guess. Is that what it is? They just pour sugar all over it? Uh, did you see this? A poll found that more people use baby talk on pets than the actual babies now. The top term we use with pets is whittle. Like <laughs> you're so whittle and cute. Then it's potty, boo-boo, uh, night-night, and oopsie. Oh, man. You talk baby talk to your dog? Well, I'm still in that vernacular. Even this weekend when I was out and about, I said, I got to go potty. And I would have never said that before I had a kid. But you start to pick up on those words. Well, they're saying now that we use that more with, a dog? with uh, our pets. Yeah. Huh. You see that uh, viral video? A woman took to TikTok to post a video of her dog, Jack. He uh, drank some uh, Baileys and vodka he had gotten into. Had to take uh, Jack to the vet. Here's some of uh, Mary's TikTok Featuring the poor dog. This is empty. This was uh, probably more than halfway full. And this, the top is not all the way on. That was more than halfway full. Jack, try to walk. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's not funny, but my dog is drunk and I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, the dog drank, uh, uh, licked up a whole bottle of Bailey's. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, so you imagine the dog is... Uh, oh, my God. Is he going to have that thing terrified. that humans do that anytime he smells Bailey's, he's going to get sick now? Probably. You know that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Back will. in the day? The vet kept him overnight, loaded him up with IV fluid so he could rehydrate. I've had to take my dog to the emergency vet. And that's about a $1,000 bill. Oh, uh, yeah. They don't, they don't play around when you uh, <laughs> take your dog over to the emergency vet. They don't... They, they know don't. you'll do anything for your pet so they can kind of charge you anything, uh, right? I mean, it's worth it. This happened to me like a month ago. Uh... I wish you could have been with me because I. they said, we're going to x-ray the dog and do an ultrasound, and you can go ahead and leave for like an hour. And then that the tech called me, and they said, hey, uh, Fenton, my dog, done with his x-ray. I was like, well, what did you find? And they go, well, why don't you come on in? We're going to talk about that. Oh, no. Buddy, I'm in hysterics the whole drive over there. I'm like, just tell me now if it's bad. I thought it was going to be bad news. I get in there, I sit down, and she comes in very seriously, and she goes, Everything is fine. Oh, my God. Why, I'm why telling you right now, buddy, that was the worst drive ever is oh heading God. back over there. Don't tell people. Why, why, why won't they tell us over the phone? I don't know. Wouldn't you rather know?
I would, yes. We've, I don't all, like we've all gone through this thing where, where you get a blood lab results or whatever from a blood test. Yeah. Just tell me on the phone right then and there. Right. Knock it off with this. Come on in. I've done blood tests where they say, uh, yeah, we'll run it or whatever. Then I never hear anything. And then I have to call them. And then, like, hold on. And then they put me on hold too long. And I go, oh, my God, something's terrible because she's having to read the whole report. So, God I, bless I you just, on that. I don't envy just you at all. all the way over there, and I get in there, and they're like, hey, do you know what uh, canine cancer is? I'm oh, like, my Yeah, God. and they're like, well, it's not that. Let's lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah, John like- Party tickets are free tomorrow <laughs> again at 740 with our 98.5 The Bull Fight with Tyga and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull uh, with Tyga and Daniel. Hey, good morning, I got off an airplane uh, earlier this morning and then came on into work. So uh, today's show, not that great. I'll tell you, I'm a little tired. But, um, Daniel, we took a trip to uh, Europe and we went to Paris, which, you know what Paris is, like, famous for? It's supposed to be romantic and stuff over mm-hmm. there. And I get over there and I'm like, I wonder if this is true or this, it's just, like, it's like uh, PR. You know, they just make it sound romantic. And I kid you not, we'd go out to restaurants and I thought, well, maybe these are tourists. And Paris and France, these French people... After dinner, and they could be 80 years old or they could be 20 years old. After dinner, they stand up and kiss each other. Oh. Yeah. Now, I'm sitting there with my wife, and I'm not the most huggy person there ever was in the whole world, but we see people get up at this table to our left and this table to our right and this table in front of us, and after every meal, they're kissing each other. Now, all I'm thinking the whole meal is, oh, my God, I've got to kiss her now. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like overtly romantic it was just a gesture like hey we had a good meal together i enjoyed my time and then they peck on the lips and then they hold hands and walk out of the restaurant Mm -hmm. so there is like more love in the air i would say but the whole time i'm eating whatever french dish i'm eating i'm like i've got to figure out am i gonna kiss my wife (laughs) which i don't we don't you know in america you don't do that a whole lot you know isn't that a shame though kiss in public you know kiss your wife god forbid your son see his mom and dad uh, display affection i never saw my parents kiss ever well also i see on facebook where people hate pda public displays of affection so it's totally different over here over there they're totally cool with it they're drinking wine at four in the afternoon they're kissing on each other these are people who are married too, regular french citizens and um at the end of dinner i've got to go like all right (laughs) i don't know what i do because I don't like all that PDA stuff. And uh, I didn't kiss her. So. Oh, your wife's a lucky lady. <laughs> Was that guy over there that tickles everybody? What is that? The guy. Who's the guy who tickles everybody? The French guy. I don't know what that is. The French tickler. Oh. <laughs> I will say that I, I thought I would see a bunch of mimes. Yeah, you did. Because, uh, you know, French is known for miming. Uh-huh. Never saw one mime. Oh, no. A lot, a lot of kissing at restaurants, but... uh I'd rather have seen a mime than have to see all what I saw over there, but it is wild. Why don't we kiss in America? You're asking the wrong person. Why don't you kiss in America? Well, you've had a girlfriend before. Sure. Did you kiss her after you went to Chili's? Absolutely. Bull- That's such a lie. You don't think I'm affectionate when I'm in a relationship? No, not in public. I'm very affectionate. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Are you crazy? Yeah, like you don't even want to be there with her. That is, you're saying that? You're like a hairless Grinch. You don't like anything. I'm very affectionate and romantic. All right, I'm going to start kissing everybody. Buddy, you ask any lady I've ever dated, I'm very romantic. Oh, by the way, by the way, this will never work in America. They kiss coworkers, too. Because I could see, like, uh, a group of people were getting together, and uh, maybe they were coworkers, maybe they were his buddies, but every guy kissed every girl that was around them. Like, you know, like on the cheek or whatever? 
no, sometimes on the lip, like a like a like just like that, right straight on the mouth. Go in there right now and kiss our boss, Bruce, full in the mouth. And then are you going to enjoy me? Or join me in the <laughs> unemployment line? Like, join you? Yeah, I mean, like, you could never do that in America, right? Could well, you imagine if we it, went out with coworkers and you started kissing them on the lips? That's, like, normal over there. Well, but if it's if it's that's the social norm, then, yeah, it'd be yeah. fun. All right, well. If you want to do that, just start kissing some coworkers. Let's though. bring it back to America. Do it. <laughs> we'll see. Come out to our remotes, and Daniel will kiss you. Right on. 98.5 The Bull with Ty again. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, I have nephews, Ty, a one-year-old and a three-year-old. What's the difference, the age difference in you and your brother? Two years, just like that. Just like those two. And already, one is one, one is three, and they fight like cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. That's all they care about doing is fighting each other. Uh, on Thanksgiving night, they were in there watching television together. Uh, they had their little heads together, like watching TV, and it was like a sweet moment. My sister even sent out a Snapchat. It said, look, Thanksgiving brothers. 30 seconds later, go in there, and uh, the oldest one, his lip is bleeding. We're like, what happened? <laughs> He's trying to kiss his little brother. Uh-oh. And his little brother bit his bit lip almost lip. off. And I'm like, what is oh, this? Oh, my God. I said, Amy. My sister, you're going to deal with this now for about, what, 15 years? Oh, my God. My brother and I, same difference as your nephews. And I don't know what it was. We're cool now. Like, we get along and we text each other and, you know, all that now. But, man, when we were coming up, I could not stand my little brother. I mean, I wanted him to have the worst luck ever. I didn't want anything to go well for him. He didn't want anything to go well for me. We would go to church, and we couldn't even for an hour get through church. And uh, I invented something called silent fights because, of course, if you're verbal in church, you're going to get in trouble. But he would sit next to me in church, and I'd reach over there, and I'd grab his little wrist, and I would dig my fingernails into his little wrist and make little marks silent, silently. And he would do the same thing to me. I mean, not even at church could we get along. Was there ever a situation where you really, you know, it was dangerous? Like, you really felt like... Wait a minute. Somebody could get seriously hurt here. As you got older and stronger, yeah, it became not just digging uh, claws into each other. It became throwing things at each other and all that. However, I will say that it's okay for me and him to do that, but if somebody was giving him trouble at school or vice versa, all bets were off. Like, you defend your brother still. I don't know what that means or how the psychology of that works. I've talked to people with siblings, and they're like, yeah, uh, my sister, like two sisters— fight just as bad. And they're like, uh, yeah, she pulled a knife on me one time. Yeah. It it makes me worry for them. I mean, I used to do awful things. I would uh, I would throw my brother's homework away so that he wouldn't get a good grade. <laughs> why do y'all, why did I y'all don't know, do that? There's something wrong. I don't know what it is at that age. I don't know if it's hormones or what's going on. But, um, you know, 12 years old, it, it was brutal. And well, it, it's not going to stop with those two. I'm just going to be a nervous wreck now for like 15 years if they're like this. And then uh, later on in life, they're going to mature and they're going to be buds. And it'll all be fine. And they'll look out for each other. Well, I hope so. But I had no idea there were times where <laughs> siblings would actually, you know, oh my God, put each yeah. other in life-threatening situations. Yeah, and I don't know about two sisters. I didn't have that situation, but uh, I wonder if they're worse. I've heard they're just as vicious yeah, like two sisters. Grief. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.